I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have John Hennessy on the line. He's the executive director over at the Hughes Foundation. Uh, John, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks, Adam. I appreciate you having me. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at the Hughes uh, Foundation and how you're helping um, along with your mission. But before we do that, let's get a little bit further into your background. So how did you get started really in your career and in business? Yeah, sure, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I had a fortunate start uh, into the nonprofit world and entrepreneurship world. Um, in particular, I uh, – I grew up uh, in the charitable foundation world as, as both uh, my grandfather and father worked for the Hughes Foundation and, and an associated foundation called the Coleman Foundation, which uh, both entities, long story short, were originally born out of uh, Fannie Mae Candies in Chicago. Uh, they made a priority um, to make one of the uh, focuses of the foundation to be entrepreneurship support and awareness and helping entrepreneurs get from theory to practice. Uh, so I kind of grew up going to these entrepreneurship events and awareness and meeting great entrepreneurs and, and being exposed to uh, the philanthropy world and, and the foundation world. And uh, it also also exposed me to the money management world at the, at the same time. Um, I was able to engage money managers and, and the investment process and while doing general clerical work for the foundation, I, um, I took an interest in the money management side, which launched my early career as a, a trader and investor, uh, starting out in the public markets um, and essentially expanding to investing in real estate and startups. And, and as that process uh, went along, I, I got more involved in the program side, particularly on the entrepreneurship where we do a lot for um, um, all kinds of entrepreneurs, but particularly under-resourced entrepreneurs. So, um, you know, inner-city youth, low-income adults, uh, veterans, returning citizens, um, and, and focusing on programs to, to really uh, help those individuals, which later bled into financial literacy, workforce development, um, general Chicago community support, and it's been exciting to kind of see the the social impact world and the entrepreneurship world kind of gray together and start to become more one. And that's uh, it's actually brought my for-profit activities as an investor and my, my non-profit activities and now becoming the executive director in, in recent years of the Hughes Foundation um, to, to have more parallels. And, uh, you know, I almost feel like uh, – um, they're much more synergistic than, than they once were, and, and uh, it's created a great network effect, and it has allowed me to, to meet a lot of great people to, to either invest in a, on, on the social impact side or, or for the for-profit side. 
Wow, that's awesome. Um, and I love this story, too, because, uh, you know, some people say they they were, you know, it was in their blood and they just couldn't help it. And for you, you were literally raised in that environment. So what an amazing upbringing in terms of having that access and just meeting these entrepreneurs throughout your life. Um, so you obviously have a, a very unique vantage point just based on your experience, how many people you've talked to, and, and just kind of the way you were brought up. So that being said, um, from, your, from your point of view, for those new entrepreneurs that are just kind of getting started or getting their feet wet and maybe they're a year or two out of college, what kind of advice do you give them on going down that entrepreneurial path? Yeah, um, you know, there's there's a lot of few different starting points in there that I could relate to from a from a lot of different angles. Um, you know, one is that 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 network effect is is very real. Um, you know, I, as much as people I had already met and I'd met all these people, there's I still even had some of this mindset of like, oh, I need to tackle this all on my own. I can I can do it all on my own, and, and the more success you have to start to see and like. You know, you establish yourself as a trader. You know, you then start investing in you know, other stuff. You realize you need partners. You need, uh, you know, a solid accountant and lawyer. And uh, so meeting those people that, that can help advance um, your endeavors is important. But it's also important to create a, uh, um, a peer network. And uh, being an entrepreneur is a, uh, a lonely road very often. It's, it's a lot different than it used to be. And, uh, some of the programs we support through our foundation look to accomplish this uh, peer network effect. And, uh, you know, you, you're not often going to find that in your college classrooms or high school classrooms, and, and you're going to need to seek those out a little bit. And uh, um, you'll be surprised how often you can uh, help each other uh, along the way um, and, uh, you know, be your be each other's backbones at, at times and offer that support, but also open doors for each other and, and talk about challenges that you've both been through uh, or you all have been through that you can relate to. And, uh, and there's a lot more resources out there than there once was to, to gain access to, to these types of things as, as well as different educational sources and, and learning as much as possible from those 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 resources that are out there, those educators, those peers, those those entrepreneurs that are, if you can find them, they're willing to talk to you. They want to help you. They've been through the trenches before, and they're they're willing to share with you. So leaning on that, and then and then combining that with a healthy amount of curiosity, tenacity, and self education. Um, you know, there's a, when I first started out, there was a lot out there about, there started to be a lot out there about trading and stock markets and, and, you know, you could watch your news networks and read books and, and things like that. And I was able to talk to these managers that I referenced and I met hedge fund managers along the way, but you know, the, uh, the biggest part became a little learning by doing it and, and a commitment to self-educating yourself to fill in those gaps. So meet as many people as you can form relationships, stay in touch with them, help them, let them help you. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Tap all the resources you can and then be, be tenacious on self-educating yourself and having your own individual perspective on things outside of utilizing all those resources and, and, and people within your network. That's awesome. Um, let's switch it up a bit. Let's get a little bit more into what you're doing over at the Hughes and Foundation. Um, so what kind of projects do you typically work on over there? Yeah, so um, you know, as I mentioned, we we have a, a fair amount of carve out for for you know what 
likely be determined as under-resourced entrepreneurs that might not have, uh, you know, all the same resources that, uh, you know, some of us that are maybe going to a major university or, or maybe we're lucky to be born around a lot of entrepreneurs or exposed like I was. Um, so in recent years, uh, one of our, our big projects has been, uh, been returning citizens um, and getting some program going programming going for returning citizens in the state of Illinois. We had done some work nationally and was, were happy with the results. And uh, getting some programming uh, going free release within our um, facilities, correctional facilities, and then post-release partnering with some of our existing training providers that were already helping low-income adults and sometimes returning citizens themselves and uh, um, you know, helping to get that going. Um, you know, we've had a significant focus on, on college students uh, throughout the years, partnering with universities, um, and uh, and then connecting them to what was happening in the neighborhoods and was organically starting to happen with co-working spaces, accelerators, incubators, and uh, um, helping them really get that extra extra muscle to go from theory to practice, and there's a variety of programs that, that we felt very successful um, on there, and uh, um, like I said, that's led into the workforce uh, development and financial literacy piece. The, the longer time goes, the, the, all the pieces matter for helping out, um, you know, people, people along their path, and um, you know, you need to need to have the basic financial building blocks. You need to have some stable income and some job experience or some work experience, and then start to get exposed to some entrepreneurship and think about the direction you could take that um, going forward. Particularly now in this 1099 self-starter um, workforce development economy, um, and providing that our programs really have a clear pathway from someone to go from A to B to C to go through that journey instead of just giving them these one-off blasts of information or support that ideally there's um, a, a handoff that takes place or a next step or a next program or a next class so we can create this continuity in someone's pro process and, and uh, pathway of support for everyone's entrepreneurial or, or whatever it may be. Um, that where they end up but for their journey. Um, and, and another recent focus in recent years and has been um, it's been to run the foundation a little more like a VC firm and to take more risk. I, I think too many foundations are adverse to risk and they don't want to see or feel like dollars have been wasted or sent into a program that didn't succeed. And I, I'm not sure that's always the right way of Thinking. I think nonprofit capital and foundation capital should be the definition of risk capital. And we should get in early on the runway on organizations or at key pivot and scale points when particularly your larger foundations aren't ready to get in yet or, or their check size isn't appropriate um, or a corporation doesn't see you as a good fit as a sponsor. Um, you know, I think that's where, where private foundations and family foundations can really step in to be that risk capital and you can really move the needle um, being early on and being one of the early people to take a chance on an organization. And you're going to have some swings and misses. You're going to have some strikeouts, but you're going to see, you're going to see some massive home runs from seeing programs go from a grassroots effort to a national effort 
that's that's affecting you know the the, the nation uh, you're on large scale and capacity and uh, and you're just uh, you're really thrilled when you see organizations come come that far. That's awesome. Uh, and John, if somebody's listening to this and if they want more information on Hughes Foundation or to connect with you, what's the best way for them to do it? Uh, I'd say the best way would just be to uh, find me on LinkedIn, uh, John Hennessy, Hughes Foundation. Uh, I should pop up for you and uh, feel free to uh, shoot me a message, uh, you know, if you're uh, interested in the nonprofit world or um, anywhere in the entrepreneurship uh, ecosystem. And uh, you think there there's an opportunity for uh, need to be a sounding board, lend an ear, or, or hear about what you're doing. I, I'm, I'm always grateful to connect with aspiring entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, and uh, those pursuing a social impact within our society. That's awesome. Um, well, hey, John, I really appreciate you coming on the show today and telling us more of your background and also the work you're doing over at Hughes Foundation. And to the audience, as always, I really hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Leave me a review. Do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And, uh, John, thanks again for coming on the show.